Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Hello and good day. We're so glad that you <laughs> Great are. Great to be with you. <laughs> you're joining us today from wherever you are. And uh, welcome to the Last Thank Days podcast yeah. with my beautiful wife, Katie. And Thank you. And I. It's great to be with you. We're excited to be coming to you again today. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more um, in regards to defilement. Mm-hmm. We covered that over the last few podcasts. And um, we have we have more things that we can share. And as it's in a uh, series right now on a Wednesday nights at our church um, that I'm doing on the podcast, we go into a little deeper dive here because uh, my wife and I together are sharing on this. And um, in uh, the years of ministry that God has graced us to, <laughs> to be able to um, keep going, yeah. Amen. Keep going. <laughs> and to minister. <clears throat> it's all by his grace. Uh, yes. Um, our eyes are opened to a lot of things that, um, you know, years ago we, we were unaware of, but, but God opens our eyes and he allows us to see things and not just be aware of what's going on, but to see the roots of things, the roots or the roots um, of what, what is behind how the enemy tries to manifest. And if we are, as the Bible says, you know, aware of the wiles of the devil, the mm-hmm. schemes, right. his trickery, um, and not ignorant of his devices, then we can we can warn other people and say, hey, you know, watch out for this, be aware of this, and not just things that are obvious, but things that are hidden inside of our own hearts. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and sometimes, you know, the, and we were talking about it before, you know, the heart is deceitful. Right. Your, your own heart will tell you, hey, you're good. Um, but then the Holy Spirit begins to speak to us and he begins to work on areas of our heart where he goes like, well, why do I, why do I feel things aren't cool with me? Well, let the Holy Spirit do the work that he does. He is the one who convicts of sin. Mm-hmm. And um, he's the one that will, if you will allow him to, he'll sort you out. Absolutely. There's so much to be said about, you know, yielding to the Holy Spirit and actually just giving him free access into your heart, into your life and allowing him to then do a work and a change. You know, he only reveals things as um, his desire is, of course, to bring healing, not for you to relive stuff or even to stay where you're at. That's never the, the, the plan or the purpose of the Holy Spirit coming alongside you. He's a great teacher. You know, he's there to, to help you, to comfort you, to strengthen you, to use the standby, the secretary, the advocate, you know, everything to empower you and to help you to go to the next level and to not stay where you're at. So obviously as we're teaching different things and showing different ways of the enemy or you can be defiled, 
it's to bring understanding, not so that you stay at a place, but so that you surrender to the Holy Ghost, allow his fire to burn and to go to a new level in him so that you can help other people. Amen. And notice that our focus is never at all like, okay, let's, let's, let's show how big and bad the devil is. No, our focus actually is that we've been given authority over the enemy, that he's, his position is now under our feet and we affirm that position. We affirm it from the standpoint of it doesn't even need a lot of attention. He doesn't need any attention. He's no, our focus is on Jesus, what he's doing, allowing him to work through us, doing, you know, getting fresh fire, going forward, accomplishing, expanding the kingdom of God to see great increase. And so, um, that's um, just so you understand from the beginning that maybe if this is your first podcast you're listening in the series or maybe you've missed that in the other ones, you know, whichever. So um, you are the victor. We, we are always from a standpoint of we have, we are the victor. We've already been given the victory. We're just declaring it. We're walking it out. We're reinforcing our dominion here that we've already been given. Amen. But you have to keep taking ground. Absolutely. The only way to be a victor and an overcomer is you have to keep pressing forward. Yes. And a lot of times you don't feel like pressing forward. Right. I get that. I understand that. I, I feel that. Okay? Yeah, that's why I said in the beginning, God, when you said God's grace is for ministry, I said to keep going. Yeah. Because that is so much of the thing is, is that the battles, you just, uh, you, even when you feel like giving, you're just like, okay, today I'm not going to give up. And sometimes it's like, okay, this hour I'm not going to give up. Yeah. It's just, there's so much this to moment. be said about determination and perseverance. And I'm not going to allow the enemy to talk me into sitting down, to back off, to just stand even. No, our, our position is always we're going forward. Our position is we're taking ground. We're enforcing the defeat of the enemy, and we're walking out our victory. Amen. Because uh, what the enemy loves to do is put a thought in your head, and he wants you to vocalize it. Right. Like, you can't. And so right. we say, oh, yeah, I can't. And, um, and th- what a liar. I can. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ. I right. can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. Amen. And so even if you you don't feel, I feel weak in myself, I feel unable, I don't feel qualified, I don't feel uh, whatever you might feel, or even what you might think. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you feel. Yeah. I'd ask you, what are you graced for? Mm-hmm. What are you graced for? It has nothing to do with your abilities, your own abilities, your own thought patterns, everything. What's God graced you? Are you continuing to go forward? Well, then you're relying upon God. And right. you, you're like, I, I can't do that. And I say, yeah, you can. Actually, you can. Right. Our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts, those all have to be submitted to our spirit. Our spirit is to rule. Obviously, we're a three-part being. You know, we're mm-hmm. spirit. We have a soul, and we live in this physical body. But the body and this, the soulish part of us, the, the emotions, the way we think, the patterns, our feelings, memories, all that has to be submitted to this, our spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit in us. You know, the lie that the enemy has propagated in many people these days is that they are an emotion. For sure. They are, I am emo. Yeah, okay? or that that's and, the most important thing. And that thing. is, right. that I am an emotion. Yes. I have a spirit and I live in a body. Yeah. And so they've got, they've got the, the areas mixed up. You right. are not an emotion. You have a mind, a will, an intellect, and you have emotions, but that is not you. Right. You are a spirit being, and you rule and reign in life. If right. you are a born-again believer, you, I mean, if you are a human, you are created actually to rule and reign, to right. have dominion. Right. But when you allow Christ 
to be formed inside of you, you then have that grace. You have that ability to do what you were created to do. It has right. nothing to do actually with your emotions. You tell, got to tell your emotions, sit in the back seat and be quiet. Right. Absolutely. Amen. You do. You got to put it in its place. Emotions can be like so all over the place, especially if you've got other issues going on in your life or other circumstances. But you, that's why you have to put them into place. It's just like the great um, English evangelist Smith Wigglesworth said, when I get up in the, get up in the morning, I don't ask Smith how he feels. I, I tell, tell him that's how it. he feels. So in other words, it doesn't even, it doesn't matter. Not saying that your feelings or emotions aren't, aren't important or they aren't necessary. Um, they can, they can be, holy emotions but you're going to decide what what place they have otherwise they'll literally run you ragged in life and you won't accomplish anything and you'll and you could even end up going to hell because of that and if the enemy sees that he has an advantage over you because he can he can enable your emotions right to overwhelm you then you will accomplish absolutely nothing in life. Or you will look at everything that you do as a failure or a not good enough. Right. And you'll always be thinking of yourself as, well, I'm really, I'm not qualified for this. I'm not able to do that. Shut your mouth. You have been qualified by Jesus Christ, by the Holy Spirit living inside of you to do whatever it is, whatever the assignment is that God has, has given you to do, you can do it and you can actually do it with excellence, but you've got to get out of your head and you've got to get out of your emotions. And a lot of times people say, well, I'm not emotional. You are, if you're allowing your head to rule you. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because the mind is the seat of emotions like that. Yeah, some of these guys think that it's only ladies that are emotional. Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've but, seen very yeah, guys. Yeah, but moody, yeah. moody guys. I've seen some moody guys. And that give it's up like, guys. Right. <laughs> Wimpy. I, I can't do that. I can't yeah. do that. Shut up. Yes, you can. Just do it. And um, well, I don't know how. Figure it out. You know, you can do it. Do the tough thing. Do do it. There is know? a grace of God for every situation, literally, in our life. There's Absolutely. a grace 100%. that comes upon us because we have the Holy Spirit there to help us. Amen. Right, right with us. He's living big inside of us. Yes. Really, really big. He's a whole. He's available to do a whole lot more, actually, probably than any person has even allowed him to do. Absolutely, I, I fully believe that. I mean, you see, you see, great men and women of God. Actually, they're just the ones who allowed God to do a little more. Right. That's true. But but not that they're the, the limit of everything. Right. Not at all. Um, there, so there is no, there are no limits. There is no limits at all. God doesn't place those limits on it. He gives mm-hmm. us boundaries in the Word of God that will help us to stay on track because every single person needs that. Yeah. You know, I would tell you, you know, in my, in my years of, of just, wow, living, um, things that I knew— this is God's plan. I, I'd probably, I'd probably have to say like a hundred percent of the things I haven't felt qualified, right, or able, mm-hmm. or and, and a lot of things even excited about, right. It's right. just like really, mm-hmm. I why do you want me to do this? And a lot of things, and beginning like going into ministry, I didn't want to do that at all. Um. Didn't I didn't, had no desire. That was not even a flicker of a flame inside of me. Like, right. oh, yeah, I think that'd right. be cool to do. I was like, absolutely no. But, you know, hey, this is what, this is what God says. And, and at first it wasn't, it wasn't all that in ministry. Mm-hmm. 
it was just like being available. Can you do this? And yeah. Can you do this? Can you yeah. can you make yourself available? The stuff that can nobody you prepare? wants to do. Can you prepare yourself first of all, right? And Submit then help yourself. prepare others. Right. Be faithful. All the all the the vital character traits that would enable you to be able to keep being the Lord to keep using you and to promote you and to increase you. I mean, everybody has to be found faithful. Mm-hmm. And even at, and I believe even at every level, you're not going to be entrusted with more if you're not faithful with where you're at. Absolutely. Even if even if you've been increased or anything like that. Um, so that that's like a continual test kind of in our life that we, I mean that we will have many opportunities to pass. It's yeah, not like absolutely. we graduate and then we're just perfect. And so for the next 25 years, we just kind of don't have to do anything stretching or hard or difficult no. or or you know growing our character or anything. You know, when I was 23 years old, I stepped into ministry and um, into being able to not... You're already in ministry. Already there, but as far as like full-time then. Oh, okay. That was that was it. You didn't, you didn't no longer work to like another part-time job or right. whatever you mean. That okay. was, that was it. Um, I mean, I'd already been, I'd already been doing that for, for Seven some time as far as, yeah, Being as far as like youth pastor and everything and like that. But when I was 23, stepped into it absolutely full-time mm-hmm. and because my, my dad had had a near fatal car accident as the senior pastor, I had to step in, take over his job, and also manage a daycare with 120 little kids and a bunch of ladies who were employed by the daycare who loved to bicker and fight among themselves. 23 years old, I was like... (laughs) My Is Lord that when you Jesus. were in Bible school too? Or yeah, that yeah. Was later? and I was in Bible college full-time too. Oh, and so all of that, th- and if you think that, okay, this is what your dream job. You I was know? like, this is like like nightmare job. <laughs> like, I you got to be kidding me. I think I'm suddenly thankful for those ladies. That maybe made you appreciate me more, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or prepare yeah. you. I don't know which. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, but to be, but to be around that, you know, you're just like, okay, here, let me just like smash your heads together or something like that. Um, and, uh, and, and then me filling in when they didn't, when they weren't able to show up to do things like that. I remember so many times I was making lunch for 120 kids. Oh, well, no wonder you've always done good with feeding our kids. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Why would I want to do this? Such great preparation. Um, I, for about a year, I did it, and then I shut the daycare down. What did, you, what did you make? Peanut butter and jelly? Um, Mac no, and it's just whatever the menu was. Hot dogs? No, oh, it, we had a menu. Decent, really? We had to, oh, yeah. And you cooked the food there? Absolutely. They don't even do that in a lot of schools. No, now. we did it. I, it's just everything. It was always a hot meal. It was never, it wasn't peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Wow, it was never, it was always amazing. a hot lunch. And, uh, for all the kids and staff. So 120 kids plus about a dozen staff. Well, way to go, babe. And so, but the thing is, what I'm getting at is that, you know, you don't feel you can do this. Yeah. Or want or to want do to. it. Or want to. Right. I don't want to do this. Let somebody else do that. No. You've got the, you, you've got the goods. Go for it. And, um. Even when you don't know you have the goods. <laughs> no, you don't know you have your goods. And you, you and you, you look at know. yourself and you criticize yourself probably more than anybody else does. Everybody Everybody, you're your own biggest critic, and if you believe the own you're the crud about yourself that comes out of your mouth, you'll never advance in the things of God. 
That's true. You have to speak over yourself the things that the Word of God has to say. I, I had to learn that the rough way. Mm-hmm. Out of because necessity, you, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, out of, I mean, you you are the greatest voice of faith you will ever hear. So true. And so if you keep downing yourself and, and you know, shooting yourself down with what you say, oh, I can't do this, I'm not the person for this, and everything. okay, you know what, you never will be. You'll mm-hmm. never, ever be that until you shut up and you just do the things and then you begin to speak what the Word of God has to say over you. I can do all things through Christ. Mm-hmm. I can do all things through yes. Christ. It's not like you're asking for more, but inevitably, when you when you excel in things, more give, more is given to you. That's right. what a steward happen, happens to a steward. When they're faithful with one thing, they're given more. Not instead of this, you can do this. No, but you just you're, you get added to. Praise the Lord. And, yes. so, and so we True. found that. Yes, just, absolutely. You just increase, and yes. you're able to carry more, right? And, and you and you don't increase without being stretched. It's no, impossible. You've got to be stretched. So you have to stretching is good for you. Yeah, it is, and you have to allow yourself to be in in positions where you you don't feel like you have enough, and and very possibly maybe you're in a thing where you don't have enough knowledge, mm-hmm. you don't have enough experience, you don't have enough seeming ability or anything. But just as you're faithful, and as the, as you call upon the grace of the God, grace of God, and of course you're diligent in you know, especially these days, there's so much stuff you can just learn on your own. I mean, it's it's yep. so accessible, you know, Absolutely. because of online Add to and everything. Continually. Yes, I was just talking last night to our youngest son. We had a long mm-hmm. conversation, just sitting there talking with each other last night, and I was talking to him about adding to himself continually, making himself a more valuable person. He's 13 mm-hmm. years old. And mm-hmm. you think, why would you talk this way to a 13-year-old? Because I see this is the time to have this conversation. Add to yourself continually. You're not going to add to yourself anything playing Fortnite, okay? <laughs> it's It might be fun, so but it's not, gonna, it's not going to create anything good in you, okay? Right. And it's your, your brain just kind of like goes... And everything like that. And guys, most guys have addictive behaviors. Mm-hmm. And, um, and well, especially in the the, the mental development. areas yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And so, so I was just and like, add to yourself because yeah. you're visual creatures. Yeah. And so you have to you have to be able to get away from. And I'll just say this: get away from screens as much as you possibly can. Get away from screens right. because they indoctrinate. Mm-hmm. And they—it's not a word—lazyfy people. Um, <laughs> they make you—they make you in, passive. Un, passive. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, in life, uh, passivity. Yes. Passivity. Right. It's just like so many passive people because they let everybody else do something. I—I uh, I downloaded last week. I downloaded an AI app. Okay. Um, and just to see what all it could do. And actually, I loved it because I was, I was arguing with AI. And it's <laughs> oh, like gosh. this chat GPT thing. And to see how influential I could be with the AI program. And I just kept at it. I kept hammering, hammering. It was just like the devil does to our minds. I kept hammering the same information (laughs) into chat GPT until I heard it spit back what I had trained it to say. And so... And and it was and it had to do with evolution and then it had to do with the resurrection and so I was just like man I am hammered in there and so if other people are drawing on that you're they're going to get others are going to get what I programmed into it by repetition but the thing is and I was actually I was actually incredibly disappointed at the intelligence of Chat GPT and so if AI is listening to me right now I am disappointed at your ignorance okay. <laughs> 
and your knowledge of the word of God sucks. Okay, so anyway, um, and so don't ever create a message from, don't ever, don't ever, ever use that to create a message. It will be dead. It will be dull. It will be lifeless. You, you have the spirit of God inside of you, okay? And so anyway, but I, I digress with that there. But don't, don't when God gives something to you, you run with it. Don't ever digress. Don't ever pull back. The word right. of God says, if you put your hand to the plow and you, and you pull back, yes. or you, yeah, then you're not even worthy. True. And so never allow yourself when, when God is moving in a direction, never allow yourself to take a step back. Do not step back. Step up and advance. Advance, advance, advance. I know it was a big thing years ago in the uh, body of Christ. It was like, well, we, church should never have retreats. Um, and so I was just like, okay, you're getting a little technical we, now because of the name retreat. We are, and then they We're always advances. Have men's advances now instead of retreat. Um, in a retreat doesn't mean that. Okay, we're not giving up. We're not backing off. We're not. We're just you know, doing a two day rest. Yeah, well. we're just you know, good <laughs> grief. Anyway, um, but but the thing is, but as far as like our assignments from heaven. We have to continually be taking ground. Absolutely. And a lot of people feel like, I'm not worthy of that. I'm not worthy of that. Well, deal with the part of you that feels not worthy. Maybe that's an area you're, ding, defiled in. Yes. And you you recognize, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not walking in holiness in that area. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. and if there's an area where you're not walking in holiness, and the Holy Spirit will begin to, he'll begin to hit in those areas, yes. and you'll be constantly reminded. You'll be talking to this person, and they say something, and and they're not trying to con- convict you or anything like that. They're not the Holy Ghost, but they're they're saying something. All of a sudden, that bam, that hits you. Hope mm-hmm. you heard that. That was me hitting my own chest. Um, and so you you know that hits you, and you're like, oh my gosh. And then somebody else is saying something, and bam, that hits you. You're like, oh wow, wow, man, man. And and but the Holy Spirit is using people to remind you with things. Hey, I'm working on that area of your life. Why? To qualify you to do what God's called you to do, because God will help you add to yourself, but you're the one who actually has to grab hold of something and say, this is me, because this is what God is adding to myself. Right. Adding to me, not adding to myself. (laughs) And so we have to, we have to be available, constantly available and, and like you said, to be stretched. Mm-hmm. Our, our flesh hates it. Right. For years, I've used the analogy of uh, the old Gumby um, thing, and probably most younger people don't understand that at all. And we not that I'm old, because I'm not. Things. You have gummy things yeah, that yes. stretch. Yes. I don't know you how much gummy them. bears stretch. They break. Well, no, or, but I mean, you get You can the chew idea. them, though. Amen. And... Um, and so, but but those type of things that they were made to stretch, right? And just like some of your clothes now, you have oh the comfy stuff is yeah, stretchy, spandex. stretchy spandex stuff in yes. them, yeah. And even in guy stuff now, that's kind of weird. Um, but anyway, um, but you have, I guess I might have something that has some of that because I have a few shirts that are a little stretchy. Um, but the thing is, is that that was what it's created to, and your spirit is like that. It's your, your spirit's like spandex. It, it's, it's able to be stretched. Um, it wants to be stretched. It, yeah, it, amen. That's why it Let was created. It mm-hmm. and, and so you need to allow your spirit to be stretched, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, your flesh will scream, but your spirit was made to increase in size mm-hmm. and constantly get bigger 
and bigger and bigger until that is the predominant thing and not your flesh. Your spirit right. should be bigger than your flesh, actually. Right. Absolutely, because you'll never step into what God has for you if you don't allow that to happen. Yeah. It's just like with with me, if I would have continued to give into the fear of not of standing up in front of people and talking, sure. sharing or whatever, then I actually would have never even stepped into what God had called me to do. Yeah. And so you and it's it's amazing. But you made that yourself willing. I did. You made yourself well. Yes, and it was, and it's, and it was not easy. It no, got, it, wasn't. it did I get easier. Watching. Yeah, it did get easier. But even now, if I, um, which you know, we're obviously very active in in ministry and and ministering a lot, and of course, teaching in the Bible school, and we, you know, we have many different ways that that we minister. So I don't, I don't have this issue, but if I were to like back off and kind of stop everything or found mm. myself in a different, you know, season or whatever and it, then I, it's like, in, in some ways I'd have to kind Start of like again. overcome that initial, like it wouldn't take near as long, but, um, so it's important that you, that you are willing to basically just kind of like, it's like basically a sacrifice of your flesh and sometimes even, you know, you know, your soulish realm, of course, too, so you know, and so the true. longer that you have let that rule, then sometimes that it's like the biggest hurdle is just beginning and just starting. But, you know, there is a grace for everything as we started to say. So nobody has an excuse. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just pointing it out so that you recognize in your life, if it, it's not like, it's not God's responsibility to for to get you into what he's called you to do it's actually yours you have to yield to the holy spirit and, and you've move. got to step into it yeah, yeah and do something instead of making move excuses it, it. and of why you know well you don't understand where i'm at i mean people just will say the lamest things and then 10 years later they're still saying the same lame things and i still haven't accomplished anything this is true you know, so everything is at your access, at your disposal. You just got to make a decision, a quality decision that you actually stick to, and then you just keep at it. And so when discouragement comes, when somebody shoots you down with what they say or their actions or a door closes or whatever, it's like, do you let go? Do you give up? It's like, well, I mean, I just want to say, how big is the Holy Ghost on the inside of you? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously not very big. If, if that's, if you're going to let some little thing, you know, a lot of people, so many people, um, even that aren't even Christians are super successful in life simply because they didn't give up simply just because mm -hmm, they absolutely. kept going because they, they did not take no as the final answer from people. They refused to give up. They just, they might've adjusted their methods. They may have tried it another way, but most of the time it was things they had to change on the inside of them, the way uh, they thought, yeah. the way they acted, the way they spoke, um, you know, their, their mindset, their way of doing, um, they just became more skilled, got better and just, you know, so, so many of those things, if the Christians would just do that, because by far and large, I feel like there's still so many Christians that kind of just use, put everything off on God as if he hasn't done anything like, okay, well, when God opens the door for me someday or whatever, no, you're not, it's just like even stepping into ministry. Okay. Well, if God gives me a place to preach, then, then I'll go start preaching. No, actually you're going to go find a place to preach and you're going to start preaching yeah, go to a, a nursing go. home go to a street corner um go um rent a building i mean there's so many different things that you can do no you're going to make it happen if you have an understanding of who's on the inside of you and the call of god upon your life don't say you have a call of god upon your life and then do nothing and there's no fruit that comes forth from that yeah. that's an impossibility actually amen
You have to you have to put a demand upon what God has put inside of you. You yes. have to pull on it. The grace of God, it, it it's there, but you have to. I mean, and, and even Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift inside yes. of you. Yes, stir that up. Yeah, Don't so let that it you'll do something, right? Yeah. And you'll so accomplish something. You have to stir it up. You've got right. to get it going. You've got to set it in motion. You can know that you've got something inside of you, and actually, nothing happened at all. Stick sure. of dynamite has the power, has the ability to do all kinds of explosive stuff. Right. But until things are ignited, yeah, it lit. does nothing, and right. it is it's powerless. Absolutely, it really is powerless. Yeah, and so we have believers who they've they've heard all kinds of messages and they they understand I've been told this is what's in me I've had people encourage me tell me that God is you know big inside of me I realize that yeah 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 you're right and everything well why what are you doing talking are you doing? about it doing nothing no yeah <laughs> pretty much so pretty much so just staying at the same level or or progressively digressing right <laughs> progressively right. digressing yeah they keep pulling back and right. Like and, that. and that is like human nature. As we get older, yeah. you know, people typically move less, right? They have less initiative. Stay they, in you know, are just stuck in their patterns and ways and can't do anything different. And so you, you are also fighting against, you know, human nature. So the, the, if you will just actually keep going forward, the momentum behind you will be so helpful to you to just keep going and going and going. Amen. Don't back off. I'm a person who I hand stuff off the mm -hmm. people. And I've always said, I work myself out of jobs, yes. not so that I don't have anything to do, but I do that so that I can accomplish then increasingly greater things. Right. And, uh, and so that's, <clears throat> that has to be really be, that's the mindset of the believer. Let's take ground. Let's mm -hmm. go farther. Let's, let's succeed where we've been and let's grow. Let's continually be, be looking for, uh, opportunities that God puts in front of us, but, and he can give you an opportunity, but you've got to seize it. Absolutely. You've got to seize the day. Right. And that's the mindset of a leader, really. And of someone who has yeah. vision, which every single one of us, we actually, God has called us to be leaders. Amen. Our, You're our put realms, here on earth to have dominion. Yes. Take dominion. Yes. Every person. Our sphere of influence looks a little bit different for each one of us. And of course, that that even changes a little bit depending upon where we're at in life and that kind of thing or whatever. But you literally, you're called to be a leader to every single person around you, What no matter what you're doing. That's what you're called to do. And a leader always has vision. Amen. Now, we, we understand there's different levels of leaders. Absolutely. There 100% is. there's different yes, levels there of is. leaders. But... We have to we have to understand what God has put inside of us. Right. The ability. Right. Not not everybody is, is called to be you know a leader of thousands and everything, but you can be as the Bible talks about a leader of tens at least. Yes, and, you can be and over everybody, something. even the ones that are thousands, started at tens. So Absolutely. a lot of it is based advance. upon you know faithfulness. But I mean, you can be in second grade and be a leader in your class. I mean, you can be you, you know what I mean you can use second graders who are listening to us right now. Yeah, well, I mean, up. just yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, with sharing your faith, with mm -hmm. you know, um, praying for you know when someone gets hurt or whatever. I mean, it should be that honestly that as as parents, we're instilling that in our in our kids. I know we've always prayed over our kids. Father, thank you for raising them to be godly examples, to be godly leaders. And as they were hearing that, they believed that. Mm -hmm. And so you know, you've got to. As a leader, like I said, his person is is that you need to be casting that vision to everybody else around you as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, and you know, in spiritual, let me, let me just say this: in terms of 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 leaders in the body of Christ, 
a leader in the body of Christ doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a position or a title in the church. Oh, so true. Okay, and some so people have true. great giftings and, and everything like that, and and if they're if they're not recognized as a certain position or title or something like that in the local church, then they just draw back and they just like, well, I'm not I'm not anything because oh, you know, da, da. no, no, you have ability, you have grace, go up, go forth and do what you're called to do. Yes. You don't you don't have to have this ability, you don't have to have this title or whatever. Anything like that? We we when we were down in um, in uh, Tulsa and we're you know in a church there and you know and pastoring and everything like that. And we left that position. We went on the road as evangelists and then um, was doing a crusade evangelism in in Asia and uh, Southeast Asia and India. And we left Tulsa. We moved to uh, Tampa, Florida. And mm-hmm. and you know what? We we moved down there and I we didn't go down there to get a position. Believe me, we didn't go down there to get a position. No, we're we didn't just basing even want our one. ministry out of we're just basing a, out of a there. better yeah. airport, and because the church was there, yeah. and we wanted, needed that that spiritual base. As but well. I didn't go down there thinking, oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pulled on to to speak, or I'm gonna no. be pulled oh, on. No. I need a title here. I need to be recognized or anything like that. No, this is just a base. But I was faithful. We were faithful. Yes, because it mean, was our church. Whenever we no were, whenever we were church. there, we were. Whenever right. we were in town, we were there. Right. And whether it was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, we were always there. Right. And we never, and even though it wasn't our church, people think, well, it wasn't your church, so, you know, you don't have to be there every service. We were there every service. Oh, we Just were. like it were yeah. our, our I remember own. going to ladies' meetings on a Friday morning, and I mean, what, whenever we could be home, Prayer we would be involved. I was there. Yes. Yeah. Prayer yeah. services. Yeah. Um, like you know, well, um, hurricanes came through, and like, you know, 100 or 200 people show up at church because there's no power, yeah. anything like that. Guess what? We're a church. Yeah. And I was helping lead worship one yeah. time. And yeah, and I mean, we had so, candlelight. And, oh, uh, yeah, candlelight service. Pastor Dale Van Valkenburg, yes. uh-huh. he was playing guitar. Yeah. I stepped up there, got on the keyboard. He and I, we were the worship team that Sunday. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. And Pastor Rodney wasn't even able to get there right. that Sunday. Right. And, um, but the thing is, is that, you know, you just like, hey, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And so you just be faithful and you yes. allow yourself to be stretched. Right. I didn't even get a paycheck for that one. <laughs> Unbelievable! No, you don't. You don't get anything. No, but God you you are you. you are you are the vessel of God to just give out, right? And just be be a blessing, right? And and when 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 we start thinking of ourselves as I'm all this and I have to be recognized or I have to receive this or something like that, you 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 actually enable yourself to go lower. Yes, it's true. And and the thing is, is that when your trust and your faith is in God as your provider, you actually have an understanding of what the word of God says, that he'll bless you coming in and going out, that you realize that, you know, there's no limit to the blessing and the provision upon my life. And I certainly, why would I even think then that I could, the only way I could be blessed is if someone recognized me and gave me a title and gave me a paycheck. That is, that's like poverty mentality, actually understand who you serve, understand what the word of God says, that he is El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, that when you that when you're faithful and you're obedient and you're in the place of Jehovah Jireh, everything that you ever will need is already provided for you. Just access it by faith. Amen. You don't put your, your trust in any person, any job, any title, anything, anything like that. It's in El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. Absolutely. And there's and literally no limits for you. No. We were we were being stretched in there. We were heading into new areas of ministry. Right. And and God was giving us giving us territory 
as we were ministering, but I mean, it was a stretch of faith. I mean, it was every every single time. Yes, to do the things that God called us to do, we were just like, "Whoa, how do we do this? Where are the finances going to come from?" And we weren't looking to the church to provide. You pay the bill for us to go do our crusades. No, no, that was literally never, ever even a thought. Never, never. I think in the years that we based out of there and to do that, I think there was two times, if I remember correctly, two times that that actually Pastor Rodney said, hey, I, I feel I feel impressed to, to sow into your ministry for this thing or that thing. But most of the time, we were just launching out. We were going and doing things, and they were like, okay, God, you got to come through in a supernatural way. It was wonderful. We yes. got stretched. Yes. And that's why today we're able to believe God for big things, supernatural right. things. And we don't look at, okay, are we able to do this? Can we afford to do this? No. Is this the word of the Lord? We're going for it. You're, we're going to do you're it. You're so limited if you put your faith in people. Or you put your your play your faith in an income stream or yeah. a company or an inheritance. Or you get disappointed or in somebody like because they don't do what you think yes. they should do. Right. I mean, why, why would you stoop to that level? I, I don't even understand that. Freedom comes when you can just trust God. And when you put all your full 100% trust in you. If God uses a person, which he does, he uses people. So you're thankful and you appreciate that. But you don't ever look to them as your source. As soon as you do that, you'll be cut off and you'll actually find yourself in lack because you won't trust God. So therefore, he He can't even promote you or bless you more. You got to recognize the source and stay with the source. It's, it's God Almighty. Amen. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com, that's riveroftricities.com, and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.